0: Hello, Wesbo. How are you, buddy? <laughs> okay,
1: so episode one. This is uh, something that's going to be quite exciting.
0: Yeah, just random chit-chat about cars Yeah. and people.
1: So Dev and I have been discussing this for a while. We want to get into something where we can actually share experiences with people and we get the common question of how do you become an advanced driving instructor? And that's uh, kind of the inspiration behind all of this shit.
0: Yeah, and I think... The facade of an advanced driving structure. People think that it's yeah. it's something. Yeah, it looks good on Facebook. It looks really good on Instagram. Yeah. It looks really, really good. <laughs> um, and it's good fun. Yeah. It's good fun, but there's a lot to it. Um, we see some interesting characters. We deal with a lot of self-acclaimed racing drivers. Yeah. Huh? Is
1: esports, real-life e-sports, racing drivers. Esports,
0: yes. Yeah. You so, know, so, so, certain things. Why is this so different from Gran Turismo? Yeah. So, I had that question once. Let me ask you, how did you get into the industry? Oh, okay. Where's Billy? We're going back in time, yeah. I was trying to think about it earlier. Uh, so I left school 2002. I got drunk in Europe for about a year, and then when I got back, I started studying, and I landed up being part-time at Mercedes Benz. What are you studying? com marketing. No man. Legit man, legit. Yeah, almost finished it as well.
1: Where did you study?
0: Uh, through Boston, through Nusa.
1: No bullshit. I swear. I really didn't know that.
0: Yeah, true story. Okay. So and then. The, the sort of driving took over, mm-hmm. and I got into the industry at a period when C55 was launched. How did you get in? I called Clint, and I went for an interview. And I went for an interview with actually Mornay. Did you Monet? know
1: Clint before? Uh,
0: I don't know how I got my contact there. It's my dad called or someone called. Okay. And went for an interview with Mornay, who's mad car control, by the way. But he was late for the interview. I was on time. <laughs> <laughs> and so we went out and just skid pan driving. Um, and then from there I started training in a C fifty five. Okay. Which was at a period where Mercedes Benz didn't quite know too much about making a performance car handle. They put this massive motor in a in a C class. Yeah. It, and that was it. Was, yeah. And the brakes didn't last more than three laps. Mm-hmm. Highly entertaining car to drive. One tire fire, no limited slip, no nothing like that. Um, certainly learned a lot there. Yeah. About lap four when the brakes were done. Okay. <laughs> with who? With Monet. Uh, Monet, Clip, I was with Mercedes-Benz for three years.
1: Four years, <laughs> somewhere there. Okay. Who? Who else was in the industry with you there?
0: Uh, N D. Okay. Mister Glamini. Yeah. Uh, Philly. Yeah. Corner, very famous driver that uh, Probably the most famous driver. Yeah, other than yeah. Sorrel. The, the Township Tornado. Yes. Have uh, yes. you heard the
1: story about a Sorrel t- taught him how to drive? In a rally car? Have re-
0: you not heard that when, story? When he hit the
1: rock. Yes, okay. You yeah. heard the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. we got to get Philly on here. Philly's got to
0: come up here and tell us some stories. Yeah. Because I spent a lot of time in Philly. The way Philly trains is he puts yeah. your hand on your, or his hand on your arm and he squeezes it. That's how your brake pressure. And how you've got to release the brakes. Loves the braking talk.
1: It must be weird when your girlfriend's sitting in the front and he's in the back. Yeah. Imagine you're there and Nick's is busy driving and Philly's busy squeezing your missus off.
0: <laughs> but Philly loves to walk around holding your arm anyway. So, yeah. So
1: yeah. anyway, also Phil uh, and it's Philly and D.
0: Philly and D. Monet. Yanni. Oh, he
1: actually phoned me the other day. No, I Yeah. No, Yanni. Still alive.
0: Um, who else was there in those days? Then it was Lee Thompson. who was, was instructing there. At Merck. Yeah, at Merck. Okay. Lee taught me a cool trick. So you go into the computer and you go into what's known as dino mode. Ah, yes. Yeah, and then it kills ABS and stability control and everything.
1: Yeah, and it was a process. It was a uh, one-click ignition, telephone and down arrow. Yeah. Uh, and the whole telephone, you put the ignition on. And then yeah, it comes up with some yeah. service menu and you scroll That's through it.
0: Okay. Um, so he taught me that, uh, amongst other things. Lee was quick. Yeah. And Henny? Henny used to work oh, there? Oh, yes. Yeah Henny, G. yeah, Henny G was there. I thought he was at
1: um I don't know. No, no he was,
0: maybe he was at the same time. Oh, maybe. Yeah.
1: Those yeah. Uh, those unicorns could work wherever they wanted to.
0: Yo, yeah, well, Henny G's got mad skill. Yeah. Mad skill.
1: Yeah, but what it was back then what it is now is two different things.
0: That's very true. Mm. And but then after Merc Merc, then then I I found the best recipe yeah so i was at vw with a bunch of friends with killian mm-hmm. and byron um gordy got me in there and i haven't met gordy eh?
1: really never met him great fun great fun he's <laughs> <laughs> okay. the one that i've heard many stories about but i've never met
0: him yeah know gordy was good eh jody uh, was there when you were there yeah jody yeah. Um so we were I'd VW in the morning, which was great. And then we'd finish at lunch and I'd, then I'd go to BMW for afternoon track session at BM. So it was the best combo at that time. You'd literally just change your shirt in the parking lot, head over. And instead of saying ESP, you'd say DSC. Um, and then you'd, you'd kind of adjust your driving style, going from a front wheel drive to a rear wheel drive. But really good fun. Yeah. Really, really good fun. Um, then I, I rolled that for a while. With a bit of Toyota, doing a bit and of off-road stuff.
1: That was all at... At Kalami. Uh, yeah. Merk was what? Old
0: Kalami. Cal- well, the Kalami winner. Yeah. Not the old, old Kalami. Cal- we're not that old. The legendary one. The legendary yeah. one.
1: After kink, before kink. Yes. That era. Yes. Yeah.
0: With the best turn one, turn two yeah. combo. Yeah. nasha one, Nasha two. Yeah.
1: How to smash tyres in five seconds. Yes. And then yeah. after that, you move to from BM. From... So, uh, so that period was... Just, just stop you there. When you were when you were at BM?
0: Uh, so I can't figure out the years I'll tell you the generation was E90 okay
1: so I actually did my first course then yeah. I was 20 so it was 2007 yeah I did my first course at BMW Mr. Evangelo was my instructor I could the second time was uh, uh, Le- uh Leon yeah. It was my second course. Both of them I did in E90 330s. Yeah. So, uh, so you it was a bit, it was a bit flat up in
0: Jersey, the E90. It was yeah, the yeah otherwise. Not that shaft. You fucked the fucking no. rate <laughs> of that. Thing. Yeah. Like, Jesus. Well, this thing was to haul all
1: of a sudden. But yeah, like, that's, that was my first course that I actually did. So you must have been there at that time. Yeah. Mm. Uh, stay, I stayed there e ninety
0: three thirty, then 335.
1: Yeah, that was before yeah. five, so it must, yeah. must have crossed paths then already.
0: Oh, bm was good fun mm. yes i've had some really really good trips with bm yeah, well, down at the coast
1: so, so, <laughs> we'll get we'll get, we'll into, get into those later. stories later on <laughs> yeah yes, um and then
0: bm bm then toyota uh which was in the mix all the time juggling those three and then got approached by jaggy land rover where i think a lot of us landed up at the end eh?
1: you came after sport launch yes
0: so, so during sport launch, I was busy that's doing right. that Yaris jumping car, that stunt car thing that we used yeah, to do. That's right.
1: I was with, that's actually the first time I worked with Delman. It was 2015. Yeah. Oh, was sport, sports know. Sports this year, so it must be longer than that. Probably 2013. Years yeah, somewhere there. Somewhere. Yeah. Anyway. Um, okay. Yeah, you guys... Jag, you've been there full-time? You were there for a while?
0: Yeah, I've been there. Well, I was there full-time up until last year. Uh, Jag, your lead instructor won uh, the Trek Challenge.
1: We'll leave that. we got to put that. it in we'll there. We've got that. to put it in there. We've got to have your sidekick here for that. Yeah. and can then, you came second?
0: Yeah, can did come second? And then, yeah, from there, sort okay. of stand we'll it up to, to where I'm at now. It's good times, though. Great cars.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I think we'll get into our best cars yeah. just now. Um, our worst clients, mm-hmm. guests.
1: <laughs> Overrated cars.
0: Overrated cars is another great one.
1: Another great top car. <laughs> What? No, hmm. I'm just joking. Best no, we mobile um, drive car in the world when it's in reverse. <laughs> Stand by that.
0: Um, but I think this this industry, I, I get why people ask us that question. And we'll, we'll get into what that question is just now. But ask us what why they want to get into this. Because we get to drive some cool stuff. We get to do some cool stuff. Well, that's
1: one of the reasons why we actually wanted to do this. Because of all the questions we actually get. How did so, you get into this? I've told you my story. I haven't told a lot of people this, but um, so you I worked. Someone. I worked, yeah. <laughs> I didn't have much money. Um, I worked at a security company for a while doing sales, and then I moved off to Michelin, and uh, I was at Michelin for about six months. And when I was there, I just didn't enjoy it. It was not what they made it out to be. And I was driving past Kyle Army and VW was on circuit. So I pulled into Kyle Army and I actually saw Philly there, and I've known Philly for many years. We started chatting, and he introduced me to. To the guys at VW. Yeah. And, uh, VW was is a good era though. Bro, it's, it's, it, was, like, everyone it started going... phasing out. Byron was still there. James was still there. Philly was there. That's why I met Moz. Boogs was there. But Jody had already left. You guys had left. Because so I really had that, a lot of fun there. Yeah. yeah. There's
0: like a naughty bunch of people that, with some those, I know you're probably not a very big VW fan, but they were good. They were entertaining cars to drive. Yeah. That, listen, with the, everyone, fire, the fire was insane.
1: Ev- I missed out on Yeah. That. But uh, when everyone is in the same car, it doesn't. It, you could be the slowest driver and the fastest driver. Your gap was a second and yeah. between each other. It was like it was very forgiving. But, yeah, uh, yeah. So I met with the guys at VW. This was December. I think it was like the tenth of December. Um, and they asked me to come for an evaluation on the fifteenth, and then they asked me, "Do you want to work at Golf Seven Launch?" It wasn't GTI. It was just normal. Oh 7. no way! Yeah. So I came in. Philly obviously put a good name in for me, and uh, Golf Seven Launch. I met Mish, Andy, Rayner, Moz, James, uh, Joe. Uh, um, what's his name? Oh, God. I've gone blank. Uh, anyway, uh, Byron was there. What's the other kid's name, man? Blondie. Boogie. Yeah, Boogie was obviously there. Yeah. That's Boogie. I met Boogie before that, actually. I met him at uh, the Top Gear show when I was trying to get in, and Boogie was drifting an R8. And kept telling me how good he was at drifting the R8. And watch how he does this. Boogie was very good at destroying tires. Yeah, but I was that guy that said, I want to be an advanced driver You rider. were the guy? I was that guy. And Boogie was like, okay, cool. So sitting on <laughs> Sitting yeah. aside. And, We'll tell them about that. But uh, yeah, so then I was at VW <laughs> for about six months. Um, juggled also them and Jag. I met with the guys at Land Rover Jag. Did a few African trips with them. Did a little bit of off-road training with them. And then the Jag stuff started to pick up. So we moved on to you the do JAG some cool style. stuff
0: with Jaggy Land Rover in Africa. Yeah, we did some Jeez cool stuff. Like,
1: yeah, but you didn't travel with us. I
0: did some SSA stuff, but you not did, not. You like, did Mauritius. I did Mauritius, Ghana, Zim. I didn't do Ghana. I've never done Zim. Uh, we did nothing there really. We were at a golf we were at a golf um oh, golf event. Yeah, you know, so you Golf driving instructor. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, uh, Mauritius was, was amazing that yeah. was incredible and Ghana was surprising yeah
1: bro every time I went to Ghana it grew and grew and grew. Yeah. And grew. I couldn't believe how busy that place actually Ghana
0: but I really enjoyed big money there um, have you been to Nigeria no that's one of the places where I don't want to go bro I actually enjoy but it but everyone says I should go I enjoy yeah. it
1: but they look after you so it's, it's not like you're getting thrown into the wilderness and they're going to yeah, take advantage yeah. of you it's, it's quite structured but it's beautiful there, eh? and the people are flipping smart really don't take them for granted but uh, yeah, so I uh, traveled Africa quite a bit with them. And then I did some work with BMW. I think yeah. you were there at the time.
0: What generation car? Uh, uh,
1: F80 just launched. Okay, yeah. So I, I had a short stint the three of the with the 335s. Three three yeah. And then the M3, the F80, M3s came. And then the F33 to eight, and then the 330s. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then they started to phase that out. I think the 335, I was changing to 340. And then I stopped working there. Still don't yeah. But anyway. Uh So yeah, I did some stuff there. Done some stuff at Nissen. Which I know you have as well. Yeah, Nissen was also a
0: good time. Good road trips that yeah, we had there. That's actually where I met your sidekick Ricky. What that's where that, I met him as well.
1: At Nissen? Yeah. Really? Yeah, that was his first trip. So then it must have been the same time we met him in Bloom. Uh Yes, because that was the first leg. So I was in Bloom for Ford doing product training. And I got a call. Dion was still there? Yeah, we were staying at... Rosen or something.
0: No, oh, a pub.
1: Pub, yeah, restaurant, yeah. Next hotel. To, uh, not Bushpicks. Um, I know exactly who you're talking about. So I was at Bell, Bell Rosen. It was just down the road and I came and joined you guys and it rained that night. Yeah. We were having a bride, so we met Ricky the same time.
0: Wait right until I hear about Ricky. Yeah. <laughs> the only reason die. we're friends is because we couldn't kill him. That was the thing. <laughs> He's like a cockroach. Eh?
1: <laughs> so if you want to be an advanced driving instructor, don't die. Yeah. Just be cool and don't die. Be cool. Be cool. I think that's yeah, the No, And then thing. obviously we, we met... At, do you remember the first time we actually met?
0: No. Probably supercar drive days.
1: Uh-uh, way before that. Way before that. No
0: idea. So we were Sword at groups. gyms. Oh, yes. You were with... Uh, with Audi. Audi. On that and little... That, the, that little those ramps.
1: That's right. And you were doing urban Those drag. ramps were tiny. Yeah, huh? oh, it was lack of that. Yeah. Um, we invoiced more than you. Yeah. We were invoicing then, but we're getting paid now. Yeah. And that was, what, 10 years ago? I remember, I remember that that whole thing because there was a,
0: there were words. Yes, there were yeah. words at that thing. the um, uh, Yes. Yeah. Oh, so, someone was told what to do with themselves. But anyway, yeah, that's the story for we'll, another we'll time. We'll bring that up in another episode. Yes. But, um
1: Yeah. So we actually met there. You and Del were there with Toyota, and we started chatting, and our common interest of enemies actually made us friends. Yeah. And then we met at Supercar Drive Days where you and Dell are advanced driving instructors and chip out the system by not getting in a car. That was a hell of a skill. No, the does. thing is,
0: as an advanced driving instructor, you learn to, you learn to improvise quite a lot. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> that weekend, how many laps did you do? Oh, uh, not many. You got you really? and Dell. No, we, uh, we were doing the presentation. And we'll they the don't cars.
1: run concurrently. And,
0: but do you remember we, we won? Do one
1: presentation every hour.
0: We won the, the... most laps. The most laps. Without
1: getting in a fucking car. Yes. i one sitting in the car sweating because yes. there's no air we car. sold the most laps. You, know, you bastard guys. Anyway. Yeah.
0: Also, nice supercars that don't have aircon. Yeah. <laughs>
1: well, That's... Can I put the roof down? Shit. Okay. Yeah. No, did you say no? No. Oh, bro, I used to get such sunstroke on those days. I feel so for the guys in the Aerial atoms.
0: Yeah, but they were driving. They were having good fun.
1: Still, James had a leather arm. They're only on the one yeah. side. <laughs> yeah. So we had supercar drive days. Then we obviously did quite a lot of work at Jag together, where we met. Well, we had a group of instructors. It was the first time I actually worked full time as an advanced driving instructor. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you did with Toyota. No. Always freelance. Bro. Always freelance, bro. Okay. So it was what you, me, Paulie, Killian, Ricky, Andy, Rayner, Moz, Moz. There was more. There was shopster uh, Sharpster. Yeah. was there. Barry. Obviously, Mr. Renton.
0: Damien. Uh, Damien. Started, Damien uh, was he, later, he yeah. Came
1: after. Uh, Taylor joined a sure month he later. Was, Yeah, he was in early as well. Yeah, when Paulie left in 20 yeah. 20s And uh, Don was after my time. But anyway, I, I want to try and get all of those guys on the, on the chat as well.
0: No, I think that the big thing with this is we've got to hear the stories. Yeah. Because... Uh, What we do is an interesting industry. We get to play with some really cool cars. um, But we have a lot of fun around it.
1: Yeah. Well, let's talk about that. So, a Jag. um, Most underrated car, Jag. Don't say E-based, please. (laughs) It is the most
0: underrated of Jag, that's,
1: though. That's Scott's most underrated. PG you know, underrated. it's underrated.
0: It is, because it actually handles. <laughs> yeah. It really, really handles. We had some big fun with it on a gravel road. Yeah. Uh, Ricky, I remember, we had an aerial at the top. We had the medic in the back, and we, we were catching up to the convoy, if I can word it like that. And, no, that car is incredible. It's got such a clever all-wheel drive system. Yeah, but...
1: Yeah, because it doesn't—it's not fast enough to actually think about what it needs to
0: do. But it's fast enough. Is to it
1: 300 horsepower?
0: Yes. The problem is, it's <laughs> just maybe a bit heavy. <laughs> I,
1: I still want a dyno one of those. I honestly want to put that on a Dino. The 300
0: horsepower. sport mode is not bad.
1: It's not a bad motor. No, don't get me no. wrong, but it's not 300. It's no, I not think true.
0: I think that the weights was killing it. But I
1: find it quite dynamic. I find the like I know E pace gets a lot of
0: flack. I'd buy an F pace. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I'd buy an F pace over an E pace because
1: um, that's a cool car. Hey? That. It is. Well, that's a, changed a lot of people's minds when we took uh, it into the dunes. That's what I'm saying. And no one is allowed to drive it except us. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so a car like that in the sand dunes, like, even an yeah. e We had an e in the sand dunes now, on our last I'm trip. with Chris and Ricky. Yes. Oh, i heard about that. It's also, also really bit, good.
1: It's it's really, like, I had a Vogue in the dunes before, and I was a bit... Yeah, just clearance will get you. I'm not even concerned about that. If you approach it correctly, you fine. But I was. You're concerned about because it's not your car. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not so <laughs> <laughs> well, in theory, if I scratch the rim, I've got to buy four. Yeah. But, but um, the nice thing was, I had such low expectations for that thing when we yeah. actually went to Namibia and drove it in the dunes. It it was a flipping good car. I had a six-speed, two twenty-one. No, it wasn't a two twenty-one. It was a one seventy-seven no, kilowatt no, no. petrol. And it blew my mind. It was flippin' lacquer.
0: I I found with Land Rovers, like we're going getting Land Rover discussion now, that a lot of the stuff, that that marketing stuff that you get about how off-roady it is and everything like this, and you're like, yes, 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 but it's true. Yeah. Because it it is, whether you're looking at it in a Vogue or a Defender, when you go off-road, you're like...
1: It can actually And every time you go off-road, you're lifted up, up right up in the air and you're like... That's pretty good. And you know, but in all honesty, we do it so often, we're not overwhelmed by it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Until a guy comes to us and says to us, yeah, my patrol can do this, or my yeah. Toyota can do this. And then you it, have to. Yeah. You have to put that EVO no. through somewhere yeah, that guy yeah, yeah, yeah. goes, oh, that's a good car. Yeah. No, it can. It, it, to be honest, they, they really are good. That yeah, was the, the best in the dunes, yeah. where we got With all, without these, a doubt. All,
0: all these Land Rovers, and then the sweep car is an F-Pace SVR. Yeah. <laughs> an SVR. <laughs>
1: Let me ask you, did you drop the tire pressures?
0: In the SVR, we went down to... I think one point seven. No, you didn't. The first time we went. the first time we didn't. No, no we didn't. No, we the didn't second have time. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you
1: guys said if I get stuck, we'll sort it out yeah. at the end. Actually, I think you're right. We didn't. We did the pressure. Yeah. We won road pressures two and a half bar yeah. because we didn't have time to.
0: Yeah. Run. No, what we're doing is we're saving time. Yeah. So if we get to lunch, <laughs> yeah, that's security. We have to
1: disappear. <laughs> yeah. We'll talk about our little story during lockdown a little bit later. Yeah. Um. But uh, so most underrated call, you say e pace
0: e pace. In, in the Jaguar in the jagu- And I suppose their vogue is also falls in that. Because people don't they don't understand it. Yeah. But it's actually like a well, It
1: a one of the, was one of the best selling rainbows. Yeah. yeah, true that. Before sport and everything started picking up. Yeah, most and underrated. Then it was a million bucks. What about the most underrated
0: car? <laughs> oh, I haven't given you time to think about this one now.
1: Um most underrated car. Next one. <laughs> 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 it's got a video but passing a what dilemma. And, yeah. a, and a Supra. Yes. A flat-foot Supra yeah. X1 Pass. People won't X1. believe it, but there are videos <laughs> that we
0: can provide with an X1 going past a Lamborghini and a Supra. Supra.
1: If I can find those videos, I'll, I'll, I'll stitch them into you. It shows you how fast that car is. So, most underrated car I've ever driven. Um, I drove an i30 in recently, maybe because it's fresh in my mind, but I was quite blown over that.
0: Yeah, oh, that's getting good reviews, eh? <sighs>
1: We'll, we'll I love a,
0: I love a good front yeah me too I love a good front I have drive. a hot
1: hatch that, that's my thing like a 135 I prefer to a 140 I don't yeah. know why I just felt it was a little bit wilder and more fun
0: yeah
1: but um, those new 20, overdrive eras no, that's cock that's like Clarkson said that's that limbrist that no attempt yeah. journalist or purist um, but the i30n I would love to have driven the manual I never got a chance to yeah. drive the manual and I know it's getting good reviews now because it's finally got the DCT but um, just chassis setup, suspension. We ran normal road pressures when we started off. We eventually dropped the pressures just to keep...
0: Keep it levels, sustain
1: sustain yeah. Sustain the levels. And I must be honest, spec-wise it was good. It was comfortable. It sounded amazing. And I think we ran... Scott ran a 14... A 15.2 with three customers. Midday. That's right, folks. Yeah, midday. So that's not a bad time to yeah. put down as well. But uh, I think for 750K, that's, that's a decent price for, for a car.
0: 750k. I'm buying an E92 M3.
1: And then you need 750k to fix it. Yes. Ask yes. Harry. You will. Yes. <laughs> sure. But I know of a seven-cylinder one, that's going to turn <laughs> out. But
0: uh, yeah, I find these hot hatches a hell of expensive. Yeah. But, listen, but pricing aside, yeah. a great front-wheel drive car. Yeah. Like some of the good ones I've driven. It was the car
1: that I, when I got to it, I was like, okay, it's going to be a normal front-wheel drive hot hatch. When I actually started driving it, I was.
0: It was like, a cockerel.
1: Yeah, yeah, it, does. it yes. does. Even the Kona did. They yes. But never mind that. Oh, actually, there's another one. Yeah. Fiesta ST. And I know you can agree with me on that.
0: I definitely agree with it
1: you. It felt like a bigger Fiesta ST. It really did. The way it the, the power. Fiesta ST is an
0: awesome handling of yeah. It really is. So,
1: what's your story of the Fiesta ST? You've obviously got one.
0: No, I don't have a Fiesta
1: ST. Have you driven a Fiesta?
0: Yes. Yeah, Yeah. So, I did the um, RS launch. Mm-hmm. the Focus RS launch and we had Fiesta STs there and to, to, the Focus RS is an amazing car you can't take anything away from that but as a driver engagement perspective that Fiesta ST you, you could really just wrestle it around so, so, let's, so
1: let's talk about it so we were at a place called Booker yes it was a Focus RS launch Mustang 5 liter V8 was also there
0: also there yes
1: we had Focus STs we had first gen
0: of that Mustang
1: that's right. So must we mustn't to be too
0: harsh on, the, on criticizing him yeah. because he we was... Have,
1: we only had the manual.
0: No. no. We had no, the 6 feet,
1: to... We had the manual RS. That's yeah, why we drag do yeah. like race does. Anyway. So we had the Fiesta ST. We had the Focus ST. We had the Focus RS. We had the Mustang. We had yes. the 2.3 and we had the V8. Yes. Yeah. 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 Now, for you guys that don't know, Booker Notes Clough is... I would rather drive some gravel roads than drive on that circuit. Was a a a yeah. it, it's was quite a racetrack. Yeah. It's a testing facility for JMPD. Yes. That's the whole purpose of it. And what we did was we set up a world's biggest skid pad, massive. Uh, it was probably, what, 50 meters in radius, 100 meters in diameter. Yeah. Super, huge, yeah. So that we, we had that facility, and then we had a, just like a long straight, very long left hand, and then there was like an uphill, like a zigzag type of road, yeah, over a railway like,
0: track. It was like trying to simulate an urban area, essentially. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah exactly. Um, so you climb up like this mountain, you come down, and we, we turned this into a racetrack, okay? Carry on,
0: Dip. So we had the Fiesta ST there? So, yeah, Fiesta ST, uh, RS, the the new generation one, and the Mustang. Mustang I had good fun in. Um, they wanted to do some drawing footage where they wanted the car uh, drifting right. around. And we got in trouble for destroying the rears. But, like, who do you listen to? To listen to the camera crew, they've
1: been We uh, said we must just take it slowly over the over the railway lines. Yes, remember you had to go around the corner slowly yeah. over the railway line. and then you pulled the gear. Yeah. yes, you yeah, pulled yeah. into fourth gear coming over the railway. Yeah,
0: lines. yeah, yeah. but that's listening to camera crew. <laughs> yeah, so that's once again something that that you learn as an instructor is. is I'm going to look into the camera. Never listen to the camera crew.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Don't look at the camera. Yeah. No, I won't. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah. so, yeah,
0: so we had that. So we did some cool filming with the Mustang. Um, RS, super composed, that drift mode, cool on a skid pan, on the road.
1: Yeah, we, we all struggled with that. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't initiating make sense. Yeah. The side for us, we all yeah, yeah, as soon as you can't just transfers the, yeah, to, to yeah.
0: transfer, the, the yeah. drive to the front axle. Um, so cool. But if you want a drift bar, rear wheel drive, <laughs> be a man. Um, then we had the Fiesta ST, which... I was blown away by. It. I really enjoyed it, and I said it was handled like a go kart. Those are my exact words. And I was like, I did a briefing. I was like, guys, you're going to be blown away by the handling of the Fiesta ST. I know we all have for the RS, but it's really go kart like handling, which didn't go down well, did it?
1: <laughs> They've never worked for forty. Years, yeah, I didn't work for forty. For <laughs> the statement that it handles like a go kart. So. Yeah, which is a compliment. No, which, no it's, not. it's that's not. That's why you stopped doing. That's why that, I stopped working there. So when they built the F1 car, the last thing they wanted, which to is a do big go kart, it, it must not handle like a go kart, yeah. and that's why Lewis is doing so well. But um so Lewis is not doing very well. <laughs> the the reason for this event that we did was um it was special guests. ST owners, uh, RS, mm. uh, order, the guys that ordered RS. Ordered well. RS, yeah. So they all got a chance to experience the cars and drive the cars. And then we were obviously instructing on that day. And that was... <laughs> that was a That was the video where you found Killian on Ignition GT scratching his naught yes. In the background. Yes. And who was it? It was uh, Marius. They were interviewing Marius. And yes. in the background, Killian had a little scratching. was you pulling a wedgie out. Yeah. He filmed it on TV and sent yeah. it to the crew. But yeah, books was there.
0: Um that was all the old school instructors because Neil Boita was, right, yeah, was there too. Yeah,
1: Boita was there. There was someone else. Yeah, Boita and I drag raced the RS and the Mustang coming so, back from so So I think in the
0: instructor industry, there's this like, there's the old dogs. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's like a new the generation. New generation old dogs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Then there's never been a newer generation. There's never been a newer, newer generation because yeah. COVID came through and said like no more instructors.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we're going to be those guys that are going to be there till we're yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, we had bugs that brought... The worst demo. Killian's busy briefing them. So customers are standing there. We had a slalom into a figure eight. And we had all these cones set up for figure eight. And Boogs clips the first cone on the slalom. Yeah. And Killian's busy talking the customers through this. And Boogs flattens every cone. yeah, Every single one that starts doing donuts on the cones where he's supposed to do figure eight. Yeah, He comes in and Killian obviously raises his hand and starts shouting. And Boogie goes... Did it look? Good? Yeah, <laughs> which is valid. You can't argue with that. And it's,
0: thats where this weird line, sort of like a bit of a blurry line between the in that industry between being super professional and then having a little bit of fun. Yeah, and 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 having a little bit of fun can sometimes send you down a literally send you down a road that's not great. Yeah. Um, but the, the wet hot dog. the, the wet hot dog. Yeah, <laughs> um, and that—that's I find is is what's cool about it yeah it's like if you're an accountant you can't really have fun with numbers because if they're wrong they're wrong whereas in a a car you can kind of make something wrong look cool have a bit of fun the guests enjoy it a showcase of the car and you're just like if they don't know what's
1: supposed to happen then how do they know what that's the the trick though yeah that's the trick Wow, geez, he knocked all those coins. That's what he was supposed mm. to do. So that was the accountant didn't yeah. balance this. He's shit. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's straight exactly away. Clear that. Yeah. yeah. Whereas we, we can sort of get away with it as long as we don't hit the wall. Yeah, it's also true. Yes, it's but, Boogie and some of the events we did, he had Guardian Angels watching him. Yeah. So we did uh, that Golf 7 launcher that I was saying, normal 7, and Boogie did a, a, a DSC mm-hmm. lane change with systems off. And I think he was supposed to do it at 80Ks now, and he said, no, it doesn't look good enough. No, do Hundi. Boogs came in at 120 ks yeah. an hour down the old straight. Yeah. Dev, off the road, on the grass, tires yeah. pulled up all the grass. He was about this far away from the wall and stopped the car. And Byron was actually doing the. Um, the that is ES, ESP, Oh, by sorry, the way. Sorry, sorry. It ESP. is
0: ESP. Yeah. The ESP demo was always done 100 ks an hour minimum. That's what I remember he does. Yeah. You tell the guest now. 80, wow. and you shout at him like, hey, 80 kilometers an hour. But if you're, when you did the demo, Handy was your minimum. With a a long flick. Yeah. The flick and you wait for it. And then you go the other way. It's like, it's the I'm going to feel the person in the back hit the seat. See? Now we're going to turn this (laughs) way.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So I have an answer to question with Jaguar. Most underrated car with Jaguar? Go. Tilly you Dave time.
0: Most underrated? Underrated.
1: You like that thing though? Bro. They sold, what, five in South Africa? Yeah.
0: I well I'm, personally I think an F type should have a V eight. Like a hundred percent. And I drove that new
1: Oh the P four P four fifty. That diff is weird and that suspension's very short. But strange.
0: that is much better than the V six. Oh, come oh on, we're man. gonna upset people there, but
1: Bro, my bicycle's better than the V six. No see the first time I drove that as well, the front washes too quickly. I did notice no? that compared to my old N D. The diff doesn't work. But up you you had a love
0: affair with MD. No,
1: that thing was proper. So we yeah, just wait. we refer to ceramic. cars, we refer yeah. to their number plates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so MD was, was, was m- a four oh five kilowatt. Yeah, it was a four hundred five carbon ceramics uh rear wheel drive bar.
0: Yeah. And that was And m- you're comparing that against a three hundred and thirty kilowatt car. And you're like, why do I like this one more? But
1: it's front end. That front end on the four fifty is flat. You yeah.
0: know what makes front end bets is when the rear's got no traction.
1: Yeah, I get it. Dave, you know what I mean. you doing and then there's so much movement that the front just doesn't know what it wants to do and then the back, then the diff doesn't activate so you've got an inside wheel spinning and it just doesn't talk.
0: Yeah, it took me a while to get used to it as well, I must be honest. Oh, anyway. I, I hit a couple cones on the skid pan. Oh, of course. Which Killen will remind you about when he comes comes and
1: chats here. Jeez, who was it the other day? It was old Taylor or Rayner, one of the two. Mult cones. Yeah, you know it happened. And did a boogie, didn't stop, carried no. on going.
0: No, oh, that's the thing. If the cone's out the way, then you've got more space. Yeah.
1: <laughs> if it's under the car, don't stop. <laughs> yeah, It'll come yeah. out of So but that's 2-liter. That, that remember the first time when we did F-Type? I F-3. don't see where... The, the problem with that
0: 2-liter is I don't see where it
1: fell into... It didn't really have a competitor. It it, it was supposed to be MX-5, 86, but a bit more power. But in a million a, rand, you're up against the M2. not a Z3. Yeah. But the Z3 back then, the 20i was what? 8, and 15, up against Supra? 900? Yeah, I guess. But it was a cool car. Yeah. That's why I say it's underrated. I wouldn't yeah. buy it, but best front end on the
0: F type. Yeah, because yeah, it was light. It was 150 kilos or something. Mm, well, it
1: still weighed three tons. But yeah. the front suspension made the big difference. Yeah. Remember that turbo glowing? Sean's like, Oh look at the two liter, We're all had a drive. Oh look at the turbo. There it is. was a hell of a dynamic.
0: They almost I say on that, that the platform. first time we drove it it was a car oh, on platform. Yeah.
1: But that's what i say, from a fun factor. From a fun factor,
0: I agree with it. But I feel like if you owned it... You'd hate it. You
1: would, you'd hate it. You'd just be bored. You'd be upset that you didn't buy a okay, car. I'd, I'd rather have yeah. that than a V6. I'll say that now. Oh, uh, the drone. But the tow truck. Yeah. yeah. It Sounds like an old Navarro, the, yeah. the V6 Sonic. It sounds yeah. like that. But the, the V8, I think, Indy yeah. was my, my baby.
0: A V8 Jaguar Land Rover product is
1: yes, just... It's the best sounding engine. It Say really it what you want. Yeah, it bring, like your a, Merc, bring your work, bring your beer. It sounds like an old school motor. Yeah. Like a motor and have like. you noticed uh, the F-Pace now. Have you heard the wine on the Charger? Yeah, They've actually focused on that now. I've got something to admit
0: to. Oh, And I cannot hear a Supercharger wine unless it's recorded. No. Swear. Doesn't weird. Yours don't pick it up. Are you a dog? I could be sometimes, but that's weird.
1: It's Even so I, if it's approaching
0: you? If it's approaching yeah, I hear it a little bit, but I don't hear like what a phone picks up or what or normal audio picks up. I don't hear that wind. Well this is new.
1: Yeah. Life in a bit advanced driving instructor.
0: That's why I like the sign of the V eight, because that's all I can yeah.
1: get. <laughs> <laughs> <Is that> electric? <laughs> no, it's a V six. Oh, okay. No, yeah. Okay, we've got some other things here. So most interesting car you've ever driven. So we've spoken about underrated.
0: Most interesting. So not necessarily the fastest, mm-hmm. but most interesting. I'm going to, have to give that some thought. Because I don't know. Have you got an answer for that? i3. Three. i3. Three. Oh, electric.
1: The first time I drove the yeah. 3 everybody spoke about it being a golf cart. And the first time you drive it, that range anxiety is a real thing. Yeah. Number, yeah. One. number two, you challenge yourself to save range wherever you can. And I just loved the way it was designed. It's degrading dash that degrades with the life of the car, that 50% carbon tub and the way the back doors opened and it was like I'd driven a lot of cars by then, and when I it was ahead there, of its it was, time. Oh, massively! Yeah. that was eight years ago. Yeah, it was I,
0: definitely ahead of its time. Because yeah. if you look at no, the nine years ago. the modern BMW design, like it's it's basically backed off R three.
1: Yeah. But yeah, if you have a look at it, like this new 7 Series yeah. that was launched, you can actually see this. You can see, yeah, I can design. see a
0: similar design language. I think it's probably the best. I just liked, like
1: like the, the shift lever, I like the way the infotainment system looked. It was just such a different, weird car. And yeah. I've driven the Leaf before that. And like I say, you had that electric, electric, electric. Yeah, and that was the first electric, fast car that I drove. Yeah, and it's quick, and, eh? Jeez, like, yeah, it's I, quick. You get out of a 135 into that and it made you smile and get Yeah, yeah. I never got a chance to drive the Rex, the Range extender. Yeah, I only yeah. drive the full electric, but, uh,
0: well, the Range sensor has got a generator basically yeah. in the back.
1: Yeah, oh, sounds like a V6 F type. <laughs> um, I think what the whole thing was is you, you have this this thought of what it is. Like I'm not a diesel fan. Um but I didn't want to like electric and I actually did. Yeah. And that's for me why it was an interesting. I role. think
0: I think we need a whole discussion on electric. Oh, geez, I, can, yeah. I, I think I think I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna probe down there. No, we need that's... to get an
1: EV specialist in that actually understands and can explain it to us. Hmm. I'll get Neil. Neil understands <laughs> it. He knows. did, he yeah. did a e-tron training and whatever yeah. the case was. So. Um,
0: most, what was, what was your most interesting car? Mm. And I'm, I'm struggling to answer this. Because it, it will be like some random car on one of these track days where you're there as a as a freelance instructor where you're just jumping between cars. Could be that the 308 or the three.
1: What was like it? Like old Ferraris. Yeah, yeah, there was a 308 manual, left-hand drive.
0: Oh, probably a 599. I went in a 599 GTO. Which is a, that was a fast car. It was a V12. Yeah. But up here, you know, 5,000 feet or whatever, it's down on par. Yeah. That thing must be terrifying at the coast because it was mad, 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 mad. It's white course. It's white course, yeah. With the piece on. Yes, yeah. Yeah.
1: My God.
0: Obviously, it's that's that's, Sorry, what's that? (laughs) It's stripes, Don't think about that. Um. Yeah, that was probably quite an interesting. Guy. I find Ferraris are weird cars because yeah. you kind of don't like it. You, like everyone loves a Ferrari, but you, you get into it and you can you can feel the passion, which yeah. is a weird thing. I'm with Alfa as well. It's all, you not get, the prettiest. No. Like F430. You it's, get not, into it's, it's not pretty. It's not practical. Yeah. And that, that's something. So you get there at Ferrari Day. You are the Ferrari acclaimed or accredited instructor. Like you know, you've got years of experience instructing cars. Cool. Guest asks you, uh are you are taking for a lap in my car?" You are like, "Sure, cool, no problems." You get into the car, and while you are getting in, buckling up, you are trying to figure out where to start the thing.
1: But <laughs> <Did> you <laughs> take your time finding you the safety on the start button? Yeah, 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 I know Ferrari has a key. Doesn't one yeah. really have a key? No.
0: Yeah, yeah, because some of them have got a key and then a start button, <laughs> yeah. and other than them is just put on the brake and start button. <laughs> yeah. And you got to try and figure this out while you are talking to him about how your lap's going to be and yeah. your where's the reverse it? button. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that that was always a, a trick. Yeah, just try and figure it out. Like McLaren is the same,
1: bro. And I was in the 720s the other day, and also we're chatting. With That's, Marco, a false bro, I, That's a fast car, bro. That's a fast car, but I cannot believe how quickly that thing stops. Yeah, but also, so he says to me, Take me out of my car. I can't find the start button, but I'm just trying to talk to him about yeah. the track. While I'm where is this button? Yeah, put into course and where's the settings? And was, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, that that used to it get catches me. you out, okay. catches you out, but Ferrari. They're nice cars. They they really are. I think Ferrari is one of the brands that had the biggest jump up between models. I mean, you had a look at 360 to F430. It was quite a big jump oh, up. I felt like they lost themselves. Because where, where are we at now? Uh, SF9, I think. Is that
0: a follow-on from a 430? Yeah, well, it's, it it was, Essentially. It
1: was 360, 430, 458. Then you had the... 488. 488. And then after that, what's this other one now? Not the SF9, the one that's currently available.
0: That's what I struggle with, the Ferrari. The I 24. struggle with Ferrari to find, and maybe it's because I'm, I'm boring and I'm a 911 fan, so everything's just 911. <laughs> easy. Yeah. Which no. is the new one, the 911. Yes. Yeah, done. <laughs> easy. Whereas Ferrari, I, find, I
1: struggle to find, like, what's the new 599? Well, well uh, 599
0: is F12. Okay, that makes sense.
1: Um, California moved to... It's still California. No, no, no. It? There's a new one. Perfuminto. Oh, one, yes, or... you're right. Yeah. yeah. But, I, but you I'm see just... what I'm saying? Is it... Yeah. It's, I, I struggle it's to no, follow the line. We're actually going to speak to Scott about that. He'll... Elephant memory man will correct us. Elephant memory yeah. man. Did you know that the Dino is actually the F12T? Yes. He He'll have some reason oh, 1972, that. on the <laughs> 3rd of June. Yeah. <laughs> My dog wasn't born yet. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, they're, they're special cars. I just, I'm, on the, I'm not a big Ferrari fan. Even when I, dro- I drove the 488, um, I went Every, for a spin everyone in I've the driven, F12, I've thoroughly enjoyed. Yeah, I've enjoyed them. But, but it's, it's not something I buy. Yeah. I think that's probably the best thing, the best way to. Is you're
0: like, oh, it's, you can feel the passion, that's mm. a weird thing. Um, but as I said, it's like an alpha. You can feel mm. it, you, it's an entertaining car to drive, loads of feel through the steering. Mm. Um, very great. I take what blew my mind is there's no yeah, yeah. The way that just delivered
1: the power, yeah. but at the same time, it still sounds like a V8. Yeah. I, was, I was quite impressed with that.
0: That's also a cool car, but mm. at the end of the day, you're like, oh, I yeah. don't know, would I? It was not. Yeah. <sighs> Like yeah. Alphas as well, that Alpha QV. QV, yeah. that is a fast car for
1: see, what it is. See, I don't like it. I well, like the it first is. time I drove it, we had a F82 M4 and we had that at Eurotech. And side by side, um, the Alpha steering I didn't like. I, yeah. I hated the brake feel in the Alpha, but the, now, the, the front are nice end was better. It, you couldn't feel it, oh. like an M. You could feel that limit where where you're just before the ABS yeah. where you're getting that feedback. But the Alpha, it was it was very animated. It was like like a I TV. I that's like a modern car thing, though. I think that's what started yeah. moving forward, and then a lot of people got the feel of that. But I I wasn't blown away by that. Like, modern was are good. One five five for me is, is was a much better car. One six four. Oh, six.
0: came back. Yeah.
1: That that's what I enjoyed yeah. about Alpha. Four C was probably the limit. Four C was cool. Yeah, that very very special. Yeah. Car. but. That's where it started becoming very electric. Yeah. Um, good gearbox. Can't turn the traction control from the first generation 4C. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. It's uh, Alpha lost their heritage the newer they got. all yeah. older stuff was cool. So, QV. I'm no, happy. I
0: enjoy it. I'm Because I, 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 I wasn't blown away by that, that generation of M3 and M4 at that time. Mm. To be honest, I've grown a little bit towards it now. But... Oh, I'm
1: still... Yeah, F80, I'll, I'll accept. This yeah. new G80, I'm not too fascinated with. E90, 46 that's...
0: The g is cool. faster. Eh? Oh, it's fast. But it feels like m five. which the M3 shouldn't feel like.
1: Yeah, but that's the thing. It doesn't have that normalness. It doesn't have that... That I haven't done enough laps in it, to be honest. Yeah, but me too. But still, you know, you jump in it, you go M3, you drive it, you go... Boom, it yeah. feels completely different. That's one thing a GTI's done well. It's, it's always had... Quite a terrible front.
0: You talk about looks, or <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah sure. exactly.
1: And isn't it hasn't had the best throttle response. Yeah. It's quite a dead throttle. So yeah. At least kept consistent. Yeah. But um, like with M three, years, it's the first time I drove any forty six was yours. Yeah. I've driven any ninety before, and then when I jumped into the F eighty, I was like, I, did, yeah. I just didn't enjoy it. It's, it started to feel very Merk. Yeah. And I think Merck's actually feeling more BMW.
0: But C sixty three, I find is hell of entertaining. Which the current one, yeah, the W two hundred five. Yeah, oh,
1: that was a willow make note. Yeah,
0: hell of an entertaining car.
1: We actually did a private track day.
0: It was also too fast for to what it is.
1: hundred <laughs> percent. But it's also the chassis doesn't. They they they, they they're getting better. The chassis, the chassis. They change the suspension. It, let's do this. Let's do put a V eight. Yeah, and it's still the front and the back didn't talk. Yeah. I just wanted to kill you. Um, it, it was a cool car. It's probably now nah, I prefer the W two hundred four. But um, it, it, they oh, started yeah yeah. But they started the 507 their, their footprint. Yeah, the 507 the, 507, 507. the current generation, yeah. C63s. Um, first AMG you ever
0: drove? C55. 55. My dad actually had an AMG. <laughs> I don't know the, the code names and all that stuff. Uh, it would have been early 90s where where you bought the Merc and then you bought the AMG Ooh, package.
1: It was a 32 C32. It
0: was it was that era. Yeah, that era. Yeah, um. But it was a 320. C320. Oh, okay.
1: So it was a W204. Yeah, yeah. So you know the C32 badge is actually from the early 90s. Yes. yes yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. So, yeah that,
0: so that generation. But it was. And so then you put spoilers and whatever on it. So it
1: auto style of AMG parts. It was auto style. Yeah. It was, under,
0: it was an exhaust. Yes. And an intake. I think it was intake and a chip. I don't know. If it, was a chip. it must have been. Anyway. Have been. Yeah. Um. So that was probably the first AMG I went in. But the first one I drove mm-hmm. was a C55. And really? it's a handful, yeah. And yeah. then we did C63 launch after that. Yeah, that, I mean, talk about yeah. launches, if we're going to go yeah. down that avenue, was the weirdest thing I'd ever done in my life. Is you on the, we
1: know you, no, you no, that was a CLK. CLK DTM. That, that, was, that was a special car. CLK 63 Black Series was the first MGI I drove. Really? The first MG I jumped in, that was With my the smaller first. Gear lever. Yeah, it was yeah. a stupid gear lever, yeah. but the steering was off yeah. center. And my uncle had just bought it. And, uh, Still, I didn't know what it was. Then I wasn't a big Mercedes Benz fan, and geez, that thing was wild. So that was my first AMG. My second one was an SLK, uh, SL65 AMG.
0: That car was <laughs> the only car I've driven to date that can trick traction control. What? SL65? 65. Stupid. Where Stupid. it makes too much torque yeah. for the ESP. Then it was 1,000 newton meters yeah. limited. Yeah. Uh, but was, it's, at 120 kilometers now, you put your foot down, the traction control light lights up. Yeah.
1: No, no, that, that, that car was That was too much. Ridiculous. Yeah. That's too much.
0: Too much. Yeah.
1: Sorry, you were saying so? I don't know what I was saying. Uh you're saying C sixty three Oh yeah, the C sixty three launch. Yeah.
0: So we had uh fly in to Bloom. We fetched them from Bloom. They drove through from Bloom to Pekisa, which is what about 150 Ks? Not even, yeah. Yeah. Track uh, tracked at Pekisa, and then head back. Part of the advanced driving life is washing cars oh, in yeah. Bloom oh, in oh, winter gosh. at night. And a I one bucket amongst ten cars. Yeah. And I had a black C63, which oh, looked no. good. But I could never get the thing clean. Anyway, so you're washing the car in the middle of the night. Um, but when you fetch the journals, you would you would be sitting at on the limiter, or you'd have ten C sixty threes at two hundred and fifty kilometers an hour because that's at the limiter there, on the highway between Bloom and Pekisa Isa, at six nothing. o'clock in the morning. But there's nothing, there's nothing on the road. The first day was terrifying. By day five and six, you were just like a unicorn. To... <laughs> Come yeah. on. Yeah. Um, so that was an interesting thing to to experience. Uh, cool, cool track, cool car though. Big, big jump from C-55 to C-63. Yeah.
1: But even 32 to 55 was quite a big jump.
0: Yeah, it changed the brakes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but the engine went from what? No, were, it was it,
0: 250 kilowatt to 275.
1: But the engine itself was a V6 to a V8.
0: A uh, supercharged V6. Yeah. To a 5 liter V8. V8. It was, hey? Yeah. And then it went to the. It was a five and a half liter. 55. I don't know. It was 250 kilowatts. This was that era where where
1: their numbers didn't correspond. 63 was a 6.2, and then 63 became the 4 liter V8. Yes. But 63 goes back to uh,
0: that 70s. The the heritage behind it. The pig, the orange one.
1: The pig. Yeah, 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 it's orange. Oh, the E class, the one with the big nose. Yes, yes, yeah. yeah, yeah. That was the
0: 63 bag. Yes.
1: Sorry. Yeah. And that that was a cool launch, that. Yeah, well, on the subject of launches so <laughs> what's your worst launch that you've done and why?
0: Uh, car launches aren't bad. Yeah. I find like you don't have a worst launch you have you have great launches and you have good launches you don't oh, like I, I can't say that I've I've been on it because car so launches So the lowest launch that you've done? i would be difficult to say. Yeah. Like Jager Land Rover got all out launches so wow. that's cool. VM launches are...
1: They started phasing off. They were phasing Maybe off, yeah. done through head office. Yeah. And that wasn't really... MIRC that, m- launches that's were cool. A launch. a launch is going away. Your best, launch, your
0: best launch... the best launch is f launch. And I think a lot of... I missed that one. Yeah, a lot of instructors will... will definitely agree with me. They might not remember much of the launch, <laughs> but they'll definitely agree with me. That was three weeks. No, it was longer. It felt like a couple of years. <laughs> So um, I, I no, still it was... remember
1: I had a week of work with Ford that I couldn't turn down. I think it was three or four weeks that you guys did. Yeah, um, but I think we should
0: have a whole episode on launches. Yeah, because I it's it's we'll too, it's too much to talk about now. Because I, to to pull apart some of those, oh, right. where you Rover have
1: sport launch, we had eighty seven cars, Yeah. all Range Rover Sports.
0: But you're rolling two hours sleep a night,
1: washing eighty seven cars <laughs> yeah. every single day, wiping them down at four o'clock in the morning, Mauritius. Oh my God, we did. Nine events in 23 days. Nine events in 23 days. Ah, oh, cool. You went to Mauritius on holiday. No, believe me, we didn't get a holiday. So, yeah, our launches, I agree, was E Pace, we did, sorry, uh, XE, we did, and Discovery Sport yeah. in Mauritius. And that was part of the SSA launch, plus we did the golf, plus we did sales conference. So, uh, it was so many things that we did. So, but we'll talk about it. Yeah, that does, I think, I think that's got
0: to be a. A separate discussion in a
1: group thing. We've got to no, we got have. gotta have a team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, okay. So, yeah. so next one. Uh, scary car moments that you've had. Um, so it depends on
0: how you look at that. Is because you you got scary cars. So a scary car.
1: Yeah. So let's say scary, scariest car you've got. scariest car.
0: So we were doing the Toyota Twin Cam Club Day. Now, okay. uh, everyone, when you say, what's the scariest car you've been in, everyone's going to expect like some McLaren or Ferrari or whatever. So, it's a twin cam club day. And part of the, the day is you've got to take the, the the drive around showing the track, just do a couple laps, orientation lap, and then he drives. And once they've, they've done just those two things, then you can sign them off to do laps. Jeez, like... <laughs> yeah, so it's quite easy. Um, but, so I get into this old Toyota Taz, like... That's, that's probably got some derivative that the Toyota people will be able to yeah. tell me. But um, and I get into it and it's got a roll cage. And as I get in, I just smell fuel. It's not a great thing to smell in a car. <laughs> anyway, so I head out and pull away. And it sounds noisy, like it's got holes in the exhaust or some modifications or whatever the case is. And we got two out of the pits, out of turn two. And I squeeze the throttle on and I just hear this whoosh, whoosh, like this turbo spooling up. But it, it spools up all the way around to turn three. And I still hear this noise. And I just think that if this thing does boost, I'm going to the moon.
1: let <laughs> him <laughs> no, because he must have
0: had a massive turbine or something was wrong. But, and I was like, no. So we went out and I went straight back into the pits. I was like, no, not, and I like, you can drive now. And then he got the thing to boost down the back straight. And holy hell, this thing was fast. Once again, we went straight back into the pits because I was like, I'm not doing another lap in a car that smells like fuel and that is this fast. It must have had a truck turbo on there. And that, for me, to this day, is still. the scariest car I've ever been in because you're just waiting for the surge to happen. And the smell of fuel and flames, you know, that something's going to go wrong. Um, I wonder if that car's still going. Yeah, probably. Oh, is, it's, it's on the moon to... with Elon it's, it's... on the way to Mars. <laughs> it's... It's hit boost once, <laughs> yeah. once. Yeah, past Elon.
1: Scariest car. Um,
0: sure. That car at Fantastic Racing, that Birkin, that must go up there. Oh, my God. That's up there.
1: Talk about smelling fuel. <laughs> you <laughs> can't oh. hit the brake pedal because your feet sliding all over the fuel. That's pissing into the footwell. So Did a you have
0: Bir- that a, Yeah, yeah. A, Bir- a Birkin that was…
1: 1994 was the last time was serviced.
0: Yeah, maybe. Gearbox yeah.
1: never worked. You had to sync shift everything. Yeah, it would lock up one wheel at a time. You'd never know which. Yeah, wheel you never it. know which wheel would yeah. lock up. You go to west bank you're like it's probably going to be the inside left and it's front right. Yeah, yeah. Like, ow, yeah, yeah, ow. yeah. How? did you lock up? That was an interesting car. The yellow, the snot rocket. That thing because Birkin was up there, but it wasn't fast enough to scare you. Like you had no, the yeah, time no, to no, be no. like, something's going to go wrong.
0: But I'd, like speeds, one thing. But un- uh, when it's not predictable, yeah. that's yeah. what could get yeah.
1: you. Yeah. I had something earlier. I'll come back to that one. But scary cars, I had something. Anyway, let's talk about customers. So let's talk about us driving. So Festival of Motoring, if, if you guys don't know, no. Festival of Motoring is a big motor show that uh, manufacturers go to Kyle Army. And it's the one time a year that we get to drive cars. And just us get to drive cars and take people around the track. So that's our highlight of the year. And it's coming up this year. And yeah, in August. With, who are you working with? We're good with you. Toyota. Really? Yeah. Okay, so we both work in yeah. Toyota. So, um, Festival of Motoring, we get two, three hundred customers a day coming through our brand. So, we're probably interacting with 50 people a day. Um, And these are some of the things that we get asked. See? Yeah,
0: I, th- I think the, the whole running order has got to be explained. So, yeah. you, so,
1: you'll be allocated a car before that. Yeah, we have to be there at six in the morning.
0: Oh yes, oh, yeah. We should take them through a typical yeah. day, but yeah. I feel like
1: that that could also the be an episode. Instructor. The day okay, of the we'll instructor. Okay, we'll take you through the day of the instructor. So, yeah. Typical running order.
0: So a typical running order would be, guests arrive, against your car, you bang out a hot lap. Halfway around the hot lap, you, cool things down. Yeah,
1: well, we do. Uh, we, uh, do we, we do one
0: spot. Yeah, it depends on whether you find someone to, engage with on the on the on the lap. Sometimes the certain clients get three laps or four yeah. laps, and others get half a lap, yeah. but <laughs> and cool down, yeah, and Cooled cool down, yeah, um, and that's where the this this podcast comes from. Mm-hmm. Is the the question we get is not how much power does the car have, or
1: what track we're at, or how fast we're going to go. It's how do I become an advanced driver? No, 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 no. My best, my best is I've just taken you for two laps in a four hundred twenty three kilowatt F Type SVR, and you ask me have I done advanced driving? Yes. Yeah. No, I haven't. And then you get the guys, as they get in the car, how do you be an advanced driving instructor? I feel like an advanced driving instructor is like a myth.
0: It's... Because when you tell, when you people ask you, have you done advanced driving? You're like, no, I'm actually an instructor. And they're like, what? Yeah. Like, like, like that that, just, that how does exist. that exist? Yeah. I've done the
1: course, but I don't know who instructed yeah. me.
0: <laughs> yeah, it blows their mind that. Um, yeah, so that's, Vessel of motoring is good fun. Four days, you're fatigued as hell. You're driving from 8 in the morning to 9 at night.
1: Well, we worked out. um, Toyota, we were there for four days. I think we did 1,900 k's. Yeah. Which doesn't sound like a lot. But flat out. It's the Le Mans. Yeah. Essentially, it's Le Mans. Actually, where's your phone? No, it can't be because
0: it must be actually. 24 hours,
1: 370 laps times by how long's a lap? Le Mans circuit is 8.5 k's. Somewhere there. So, okay, so let's say 2,500 Ks at Le Mans. So we're pretty much doing Le Mans. I remember our, you worked it out. On that. our own. On our own. In four days. Yeah. And never mind that, you've got... Eight and a uh, half miles. Eight and a half miles, so it's 12 Ks. Yeah. And they do about 300 Ks. So yeah. it's three Ks, okay, so that's quite a lot. More. So you've done one seat yeah. in Le Mans, 1,600 Ks. But you've got 20 other cars on circuit. I know how Dave drives. I know how Rayner drives. I know how Neil drives. Yeah. Who the hell is this guy in this Renault next to? Me? Yeah. And that's the thing is that you've got so many responsibilities of looking after people in the car yourself, giving them the experience, talking to them, telling them what an advanced driving instructor is because it's a minimum. Yeah, how, <laughs> how do you get our job? Yeah. Uh. How do you get our job? And yeah, you're doing what, five, six hundred Ks a day yeah. of that? So fatigue. I remember coming home.
0: I've been buggered. You're dead. Yeah. And
1: you've got to be up at five again to get to work the next day. Yeah. But I wouldn't turn it down. I can't wait for this. Yeah.
0: It's the best week of the year. That's right. what makes everything else just worthwhile. My
1: favorite thing is I don't have to get there and prep a car. My car's prepped. I don't have to go talk to people. I can get in the car and drive.
0: I it's... do. Sometimes you wish that there was like a little cubicle. Yeah. Well, that you said in.
1: It's still about your helmet. Oh, uh, still... yeah.
0: So, yeah. So, I've got a helmet with a, with a microphone. Like a rally helmet, I suppose. That's the easiest way to explain it. Um, awesome pelter thing. And it plugs into the radio. But I never plug it in because I don't want the radio in my ear. But if someone's talking to me and I don't really want to talk to them, then I'll just tap on the, the the mic and just say, so "I'm just talking." But the cable's hanging here.
1: <laughs> it's still my absolute favorite. Yeah. I need to buy one of those for that reason.
0: Because that that's that's not an issue on day one or day two. It's by Sunday afternoon. It's not.
1: It's not just and you're that. Just it's like I've told
0: you everything about the car.
1: I, I want to do. I want. I want a USB stick that I can put in into the car. And it's got a three-minute introduction of who I am, how to be an advanced driving instructor, what car this is, how fast we're going. And then when they get out, I push reset. So
0: so we made one. So what Where's this talk about, we made at Urban Tracks. So Urban Tracks is this Toyota off-road track, essentially. Simulated off-road tracks. Metal ramps that you do like 43 degree inclines and that sort of stuff. Um, So we made one, a recording, where it said, welcome, Byron made it. My name's Byron, and... Please put your seatbelts on wearing an FJ Cruiser. No, sir, not that buckle. No, sir, not that buckle. <laughs> because everyone messes up the buckle at the, ma- at the back. They go to the middle, they go to the middle one. It is so amazing. They it. I t- spoke about cross axles, dip locks, traction control, the 43 degree incline, downhill assist, all the way around. Thank you very much. Please make sure that you take all your belongings out the car and you'll sit there. You don't have to you talk, talk to anything. anyone. Say nothing. We, we didn't we use it done that often. Yeah. But it was it was a great thing at the Royal Show years ago. Years ago.
1: Well, Festival of Motoring, one of the best things I did was myself and Ricky played a game. And you know, everyone wants to shake your hand. Yeah. Everybody wants to know what you do for a living, what your name is. I said to Ricky, every person after lunch, every person that asks you what your name is, you've got to tell them it's the same as theirs. <laughs> And the one day I'm walking past the car, and there's a young little boy getting into into Ricky's car. And I looked at him and he's like, hi, what's your name? He says, I'm Jabulani And I looked at Ricky. And Ricky was like, Me too. <laughs> and you know what? It was like a band between his trends. I stood there. And I was like, you will say this now. <laughs> and it's like James also, um, he was in the Lexus in the ISF, and we were in the Supra. And also. Every cooldown lap, he would be doing two k's an hour to get in front of me, just because he wanted to drift. Yeah, it's, you know, typical flipping instructors doing their stupid things. But, but these,
0: it, these little games, I find that roll. Where's that? Just underneath the surface, yeah. The keyring.
1: Where is it? Oh, I don't
0: know. Ah. I don't know that. But there, there, there was another one. There's was abalone. Yeah, the abalone yeah. as well. Yeah. But there are these little games that run just under the surface. So you got this. It's like a swan. Swan looks so like sweetly. Yeah, but then under the water. It's instructors messing with one another, messing with car seat, messing with this. But on the top, it's just like the smooth sailing. Oh, welcome, sir.
1: How are you? No, good. Thank you. L- let me elaborate on that. So, Dev, Dev, myself, and uh, Scott did a trip to Cape Town. We had a bit of a, a late night the night before. And the next day, Dev had to say, wet hot dog. Yes. Hand over cat. And what was the other one? No, it was those two things in the briefing. Was there not something else? I'm sure there was a third. So anyway, in the briefing, you had to slot this in into the briefing somewhere. And how it came around is Scott, the one day, just mentioned out of the blue that Handover Cat is one of the best cars that he's driven. Not, yeah, absolutely no sense to us. Um, where hot dog? Where did that even come from?
0: Where hot dog was the Velar.
1: Yeah. Oh, because Scott was sitting next to me, and he, there was a hot dog stand next to us. That's right. Yeah. So Dave's doing this professional introduction on the cars that we're driving and how they work off road and the systems and everything, and he had to say Handover Cat. He had to say it. Otherwise, he wouldn't count in, in the um, in the presentation. And he did. You slotted in Hand of a Cat and we're talking about it. The best the Hand of a
0: Cat was on the radio. Yeah. Five been. <laughs> that was the best Hand of a Cat. I forgot
1: about that with Suzuki. With Suzuki. That I was, was the find best. that somewhere, actually. I think that was a hell of it. entertaining Hand of a Cat. <laughs> hand of a Cat. That was scary. <laughs> <laughs> but these are some of the games that we put in place. Like, how fast did you go down the mine shaft? Or, um, what's the worst customer you've had for the day what's the best customer you've had for the day these are the types of things that we get up to it's not about the car it's about the experience that we we make for each other and for the customers and that's I think is probably the most fun that we have in this, in this yeah. industry how many exactly people can about? actually say yeah, here's a 3 million rank car I'll go find something wrong with it
0: yeah <laughs> really sometimes it's not so difficult but <laughs> but yeah it's it's amazing what these these cars do and yeah I was chatting to, to Sean e. T today saying that it's a privilege to get into these cars. Yeah,
1: it is. It is. And and we take it for granted that we get in and we immediately find things that go wrong. Yeah. And some people will never even get a chance. I never had a chance to sit in the jail until I started working with Jack. Yeah. And then you get in, you go, oh, but the screen's the same as the old one. Yeah. It's still better than some of the other cars. That yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, no, we, we are fortunate. We're lucky. But let's go back to the beginning. So how do, how do do how do people get into this industry? I've got one phrase. One. What? It's not what you know to, you know. Yeah. You're going to make that opportunity. If it wasn't for Philly, I wouldn't have gotten it.
0: I, I find that the, the way I always work to people is that there's no formal channel. Yeah. It's not like you can study this, do that, do that, and this is what you're going to get. Is the racing background helps a lot of guys mm-hmm. coming through. Um, but it, it does come down to, who you know, and that your mindset's right. Yeah. Is, well, you know, racing drivers... Mad skills, um, extremely—they're they're great drivers, but they don't necessarily always put across the right thing. Yeah, um, and you get street racers that also don't necessarily put across the right thing. Um, and it's—it's a, it's a balance between having good car feel, good car understanding, but also willing to share that knowledge and willing to share. It. Yeah, because you—you'll—you're you're, when you're, you're commentating on on a circuit you'll change the way you say something three or four times until you find a way that actually works. And how and, and all you're doing is you're just trying to figure out how the customer relates to the Oh you're yeah. Saying. So you'll if you mm. just look at just braking, is you you're gonna speak when you tell him to get on the brake the first time, that the moment you say it, the moment the guy gets in the brakes to so how much brakes the person puts, you log that. Because then you know I've got to tell him it's to get the brakes earlier. Point, yes. Or I've got to get to him, I can get him the brakes a bit later. Or he's got to get in the brakes a bit harder. Or small, smoother. Or smoother uh, or, so you, you get this data point. And then you change. Okay, didn't quite understand what I said there. So you could have all this skill, but unless you can actually relate it across, yeah. it means nothing. And That I think was actually a, one of
1: the hardest things that I had to adjust to in this industry is this, and when we did the instructor training, I saw exactly the same thing, is you get frustrated. Yes. I told you to break, why are you not breaking? Yeah. And, and they don't understand what you mean by Yeah. So I used to change, I used to use analogies. Yeah. And uh, the one was a dimmer switch, the one was a spun. Yeah. Um, and my most favorite one is I sit in the car with something on my hand. Yeah. And I say to them, when you break, I don't want this to fall off my hand. And yeah. it's just those analogies that you get crossed to them. Yeah. And when they start to pick up on it, it makes you feel good. Yes. Yeah. But you need to control that from the passenger side.
0: Yeah. And I think that's the, the biggest thing that people don't understand what you what you're actually doing. Yeah. Is you're you're more of a coach than anything else. You're not because you could you could make that recording mm. and get someone to drive around sword corps. So if yeah. you time it correctly, you could go break. Like that Garmin turn. app that they've got. Yeah, we got, that's a great app I I yeah. say. But you could go break, turn, accelerate. You could literally do that. But where's the development? Yeah. How are you turning? How is, are you turning uh, yeah. enough?
1: What's your rate of steering? Yeah, and that's what people struggle to yeah. to get across.
0: And that that's where this whole advanced driving instructor, which yeah. I, don't, I don't like the term for some reason, yeah. but um, that's what our jobs are. Our jobs are to to get this person, be a lady or a man or whatever the case is, and try and put this across in a way that they understand, yeah, and that they feel confident doing. I think that's that's what people they see. Us doing hot laps at Yes, yeah. that's cool. It's once a year. It's once a year. But what we actually do is we coach people on how to get the most out of their car, either off road or on road. Or not even
1: that. Just just social awareness. How, how do you drive in traffic? Yeah, you're riding the clutch. Yeah. So we do defensive driving. A lot of people don't know what that is, and in there we actually evaluate your driving technique, your wear and tear, your your observation skills, and that becomes. Probably the most important thing. It is the most important thing. And even if you're on circuit, if you can see if the guy's actually observing yeah. what's going around him and his social awareness and
0: A grand analogy I always use is and you can Lewis or Max or whoever you want to use, but it is Lewis Hamilton seven time <laughs> seven time <laughs> world champion, the safest driver in the world? And the answer is no. He might have the most skill. Mm. I know that's debatable, but he's, he's <laughs> not than might have my skill, but a safe Isn't driver doesn't necessarily mean that. I and mean, yeah. that's that's also what we do.
1: You know? Well, to be brutally honest, I mean, I don't speed on the road.
0: Yeah. I, I don't. I'm it's the too expensive cruising... to speed now.
1: Yeah, I well, don't mean that. But I'm the guy that cruises 110, because yeah. why? Yeah. I know what can go wrong. I understand that if there's something here, or if as tired as this, or yeah. I understand that. So I've got nothing to prove. Yeah. And I also get to go to a circuit every now and then and go rip the shit out of someone else's car, which I've got no problem yeah. with. So the oh, term advanced driving instructor, I think, is it's not as great as people make it out to be. But when you actually meet the right people and make the right friends, I wouldn't change it.
0: Yeah. That's incredible. It's,
1: we, got, we got a nice group. Uh, the group that we had at Land Rover. Yeah. We can talk cuck about cars. We will do. We've got to get, we've just got to poke the bear with Killian. Yeah. He's telling that SUVs are shit and the patrol's cut. <laughs> but, like, we've all got our own opinions and we all help each other and we actually had the best yeah. instructors available in South Africa there. We really did. Yeah. So. This is the cream of the crop,
0: to be honest.
1: Yeah, it really was.
0: Well, there was a team that went over the UK and won, apparently. I
1: heard heard about second. I don't know about the winners. Apparently, there was another team. There was a guys (laughs) that had lost on grass. (laughs) (laughs) Never been stuck on grass before, but apparently there was. Guys, thanks so much for listening. We know we cut it short. We will look at uh, extending it for the next time. That was our first one, and we're busy playing around with it. But it was quite fun. Um, The reason for us doing this is obviously to help everybody out and just have some fun talking about our experiences and bringing up old memories and uh, we're looking to bring some of our friends and stuff on but um follow us for more we're going to have some more we're going to get together a lot more often there's a lot for us to talk about um but yeah thank you so much guys we appreciate it and uh, we'll see on the next one